Hello and welcome to another episode of Don't Fuck With The Original. I'm your host, Casper. I'm your other hostess, Becky Grimlin. Here to bring you all things spooky on a Saturday because... Sometimes we gotta do that. (laughs) (laughs) Because sometimes we gotta do that. Sometimes... Especially during Sometimes this time of year, this you know, yeah, sickness and I am families and- so much better, guys. Uh, if you were following us on any of the socials, um, you know, where we live in Ohio this week, the beginning of the week, the weather just fucking went psychotic. It literally went from fall last weekend to full on winter on Monday. Yeah, it hit. It was literally like beautiful two days of sunny in the 50s fall weather to winter punching us right in the dick on december 1st i mean like snow fucking i had to scrape my car tuesday morning ice rain so cold cold so fucking cold blizzard Um, wind so yeah, I just woke up Wednesday so you know how and in was Krampus like, Fuck. It's like fine weather and then all of a sudden there's a blizzard that mm-hmm. hits. That's kind of what it was like, mm-hmm. actually. <laughs> also, random. Because that's what happens. But why can I never... It, it's, it's like when I watch... What movie is it? I can't remember what movie. I think it's actually Black Christmas, but... Does anyone ever watch Krampus and always forget that Tony Collette is in it? Because I do. Same. And I watch that twice a year. Same. And every time I watch it, I'm like, oh my god, Tony Collette's in it. Or at least once a year, but I always fucking forget she's in it. (laughs) It's like, oh, Rudy Mara in A Nightmare on Elm Street remake. I forget she's in it. Nope. You know who I really forget? Adam Scott. Adam Scott. That fucks me up every time. It's not it's not so much Tony Collette. It's like, oh fuck, Adam Scott's in this. Stand right. in the place where you I love I love him. I love him. But I just forget. Can we also say that David Ketchner plays the perfect character in that movie? He does. Perfect <laughs> character. Like that man is hysterical <laughs> already. But like that char- that particular character, I think out of any character I've seen him play, fits him to a T. I remember watching that for the first time and not expecting a comedy. I was expecting like a real serious movie, and then all of a sudden the campiness started, and I was like, I this didn't know is it was gonna great. be like a horror comedy, which I totally. And the ending, which we're not gonna give away if there's anybody that's been living under a rock that hasn't seen it yet. But the ending is the best. It is. The ending is the best part. Of it. Is the movie is amazing. But the ending is the best part of that movie. Because you've been, like, hit all the way around. And then the very, very, very end, you're like, like, you finally think you get a moment to breathe. And it's like, no, bitch. (laughs) Whenever you think you get a moment to breathe in a horror movie, you don't get to breathe. You don't. You don't. And I love horror movies that do that. They make you think everything's okay. And then it's like, fuck you. No, it's not. Though the conjuring, you get to breathe at the end of it, and you actually get to breathe at the end of it. So. Yeah. Yeah. But I appreciate movies that don't do that. And yeah. Krampus was perfect. Perfect. Yes. Anyway, moving but on from Krampus. We've already <laughs> done Krampus, as you know, is based on real German folklore, but we've talked about him already. We have. So, so time we for had more to Christmas do folklore. Other Christmas folklore. <laughs> And props to Becky for finding this, because I was struggling. I got, I had to deep dive, guys. I, I really had to deep dive. Uh, I, I knew that it was out there, but I had to, I had to do some digging. But uh, Wikipedia, once again, came through and uh, was the best source material that kind of put everything all together in the best way, I think. Without jumping around to like 15 different articles, Wikipedia just kind of put all of it together, like in a nice little outline. So uh, I think instead of, I didn't really want to pick one or the other. I was like, let's just do all of them because they all, you know, tie into the same, same thing. Um, Now, this is not from Germany. This is actually from Iceland. Um, So these are more uh, Danish traditions. Which I think, what is that? Is that 
I think with them, isn't that like the origins of Santa Claus too? Like Saint Nicholas, isn't that Danish more? I always thought, I always thought like the the true like old 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 world traditions of of Saint of uh, Saint Jillian Saint Nicholas were like way back. Turkey. Oh wow. Huh. Um, St. Nicholas is believed he was born sometime in Patara near Myra in modern-day Turkey. So Greek, more Roman Empire. Yes. Huh. All right. I'm over here like, jolly old St. Nicholas. <laughs> I'm like, there's been so many variations, though, I'm sure. Okay, but that's the actual The name Santa Claus evolved huh. from Nick's Dutch nickname, which was Sinterklaas. Okay, a so that's what I'm thinking. A shortened form of Saint Nic Nicholas, Dutch for Saint Nicholas. That's, that's where you're what getting I'm Dutch from. Is the center center class? Center class. Okay. Popo Gijo. Right. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> if you don't know what that's from, Père <laughs> Noël. You can figure that out. Um, Popo Gijo. But yeah, this is pretty cool. I liked reading about this. I liked how. Uh, specifically the Yule Lads that just like made me. Do I they not totally... think make me you think about the the dwarves though? Like they dopey, do. sneezy. <laughs> they do, but it also makes me think like how perfect that that would be the variation of where the Christmas elves which come would come from. Which low key Christmas elves are creepy. We are Santa's elves. And if you do we the elf Santa's on the shelf elves. with your kid, that is fucking weird. I'm sorry. I, I would think, do it with Chucky. I think it's creepy. <laughs> I do have Chucky and a Bucky. That's so that sounds so stupid. But the elf on the shelf thing is terrifying. That thing is terrifying. It's so scary and weird, and it would scare the shit out of me if I was a kid. That would scare. Look, if it's like in the living room, and then my parents just put it in my room, and I wake up, and that's where it is, I'd be like, no, that thing would Looking get burned. You. That thing would get burned. I would set it on fire. I'd be like, the devil lives in you. This is a demon. We have to rid. <laughs> Everything is a demon. <laughs> Moving around by myself. Fuck that. You're going to fuck a kid up. Because then that same kid is going to find, like, Chucky later on in life. And then they're just going to be like. They're always going to be side-eyeing him. Like... They're just going to be terrified of dolls their entire life now after that. Like, my mom spent the night at my so place one time. And the way that where Chucky lays... He lays on his back and looks at the ceiling. I do not have his head turned. And my mom was like, yeah, he was looking at me all night. And I'm like, I'm going to need to know right now if he actually was. <laughs> because he lays on his back with his face to the ceiling. If he was, if his head was turned, I need to know immediately. <laughs> like, okay. If I, I ain't messing around. If you're speaking in hyperbole, that's fine. But I need to know, like, for real. Because the origins of Chucky, if you don't know, so that's my bitch. I mom, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say bitch. I'm sorry. You caught me off guard, mom. But just, I need to I'm know. Sorry, mom. mom. <laughs> She's bitch. Like, I mean, mom. She's like, sorry. well, he wasn't literally looking at me. I'm okay. Like, okay, that's great news. Because if he was, <sighs> don't he was speak, about to get yeeted. Don't I'm speak about in hyperbole if you were referring to Chucky, mother. I need you to be for real. I was like, we, it was going to go one of two yeeks. <laughs> One of two yeets. One of two one of, yeets. One of, two, one of two yeets. He was either going to get yeeted or me and him were going to talk about having a deal. <laughs> like, listen. If we could make this work. <laughs> what do you want? Because. I have a list. <laughs> as long as you stay away from my cats. Right. Yes. And my roommate and yes, my certain and friends yeah, and family. People I love. Then I, I a... really don't give a shit what yeah, we no. do. Go have fun. Can you take care of these few first? <laughs> this one's a little far away. I have a. <laughs> <laughs> you might need you might need a car <laughs> or a plane ticket. Train I mean, boat. I don't know. We'll figure we'll something. Do you need me to drive you there? Yeah, I will well, drive. I you will there. gladly drive. We can make this work. <laughs> you ever heard of those dolls that pee? <laughs> this one, please. <laughs> I was thinking of that scene exactly. <laughs> I know. Where he's like, drive, bitch. <laughs> oh, God. Sorry. Do you know how amazing a Chucky-themed 
Christmas movie would be. Oh, please. Can we just talk about how amazing that would be? Can we do that for the series? Could we, like, include hey, that in an episode of the hey, series, hey, please? Mr. Mancini, I know you probably have the series already figured out and done, uh-huh. but uh, yeah, can, sure. we do a, can we do what Sabrina does and do, like, a Christmas special? We could do that. Oh, my God, that comes out this month. We could do that. Hell fucking yes. I still haven't finished the last okay. season. I'm going to watch I'll get around. I'll get around to it. Stop my brain It'll happen. Sure. It'll happen. If she dies, I'm going to fucking throw everything. Motherfuckers. Let's not do that. It's the last <laughs> season, though, so they could. They do that. We're just going to kill off the main character. I loved it in the first season. Oh, I, she annoyed me, so I killed her. I mean, as one does. And they were all like freaking out, and she's like, she'll be back. As one does. <laughs> You know, someone annoys you, you just kill them. Just take care of the yeah, problem. Like I said, me and Chucky, we have that <laughs> right? It will go one of two ways. He will, like, listen, I will either yeet you or we can come to an agreement. Yes, if you could be respectful. I know respect is hard for you, but. <laughs> right. <laughs> but look, you'll have plenty to kill. I tell you there. what, I'll go buy you a Tiffany. If we can make this agreement work. Yes. I'll go buy Tiffany. Exactly. But you're not getting Glenn because he's no. ugly as sin no. and I'm not we buying don't. that doll. Ew. God, no. Anyway. Oh my God, no. That's so thing... I... Icelandic folklore. Sorry. <laughs> it went like, hey, Chucky, you know. Six degrees we of owe, Brad Dorris. We owe a lot to him. We do. So <laughs> it's, it's going to come back he's around. He's our mascot. It's going to come back around to Chucky at some part. I'm sorry. That story with your mom, though, had me fucking dying. Because I was like, I'm going to need to. Well, know, I was like, sick the night before, and that's why she was there. So I was That's right. So worried. you were like. When she said that, my stomach dropped. And I'm like. <laughs> like, I'm going to need. Like, really? <laughs> like, I've not felt anything in this apartment. So if he was looking at you, I need to know right now. Because, no. <laughs> Because I got, I, my mind went back to the boarding house and I'm like, oh my God, it's something. Yeah. Yes! Did something follow me? What the, what the. Like my mind wasn't like, it's Chucky in there. It no. was like, what has followed? Like what, something, is, what is something, what is, what is, is in here that's not, that shouldn't be. That's, that's not. I'm about to call, I'm about to call Becky up right now. We got to go back. You know, we got we to take it back. We got to take it back and leave it, Whatever. There and all of a sudden, why is it seven months where it decided to make a move and its move was to look at? I know, like what it just laid dormant, it laid dormant for that exact amount of time to this person. (laughs) It saw my mom and was like, Who the fuck is that? Oh, god, the fuck is that? Maybe Annabelle vibes too. Oh, god, no, 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 no. (laughs) I won't even buy no parchment, no parchment paper with the oh, no, oh, absolutely not, bitch. If I saw a piece of paper that said, <laughs> I thought you were having a moment. I thought I was going to sneeze. <laughs> okay. That said, miss me. I'd be like, oh, hell, we're moving. Oh, hell no. Like and then we have eat. to go. I won't have a raggedy. I won't have a raggedy and all of any kind. No. In my house. And definitely not the replica. I don't want a replica. Of one. No. I don't want a replica of Annabelle. No. I don't want nothing to do with that shit. Absolutely not. No. So Icelandic Christmas folklore. <laughs> and we're back. <laughs> we And we're back. And we're back. And we're here. Alrighty. Um, I'll just breeze through the uh intro here really quickly. Um Icelandic Summer breeze. Christmas breeze. <laughs> Makes me feel cold going through. I had something. I had it and Damn my it. brain was like, nope. Um, they depict mountain-dwelling characters and monsters that come to town during Christmas. Stories are directed at children that are used to scare them into good behavior. So, similar to Krampus. Uh, the folklore includes both mischievous pranksters who leave gifts during the night and monsters who eat disobedient children. The figures are depicted as living together as a family in a cave. This includes, um, either Gryla or Gryla. I think it's Gryla. Gryla. Uh, she's a giantess with an appetite for the flesh of mischievous children who she cooks in a large pot. Her husband, Lepaludi, is lazy and mostly stays at home in their cave. I would like to just ask a question. What is the difference in taste between regular children and mischievous children? I'm... I don't know. 
I just thought about that. I'm like, I don't know. She has an appetite for flesh of mischievous children, but what about regular children? There's got to be something about the way bad kids taste, I guess. <laughs> I guess it's like a Pennywise thing where he, it only tastes good if they're scared of him. <coughs> so I guess it's kind of like Excuse that, me. sort of. Oh, feeds on the fear. Yeah. Yeah, I would. Um, Can I also say low-key, I kind of want a Yule cat? I don't low-key, I want... Just... <laughs> <laughs> um, a Yule cat is a huge, vicious cat that lurks about the snowy countryside during Christmas time and eats people who have not received any new clothes to wear before Christmas Eve. That's so rude. I didn't receive any clothes. Well, shit. Now I have to eat you. Now I have to be eaten by the Yule cat. Damn it. Um, the Yule lads are the sons of Gryla and Lepaludi. They are a group of 13 mischievous pranksters who steal from and harass the population and all have descriptive names, kind of like the seven dwarves, um, that convey their favorite way of harassing. They come to town one by one during the last 13 nights before Christmas. They leave small gifts and shoes that children have placed on windowsills. But if the child has been disobedient, they instead leave a potato. I like potatoes, so I, I kind of like. I like wouldn't even be mad. Like I actually would dis. I would disbehave. I would actually misbehave just so I could get a potato. Like wait, I don't get coal. I get a. I get potatoes. Fuck you know what you Man, can we do with potatoes. And nuts. You know what you can do. There's so many different things you can you do can with mash, potatoes. You can fry. You can bake. You can julienne them bitches. Julienne <laughs> the bitches. Love it. Baked potatoes. Scallop potatoes. I love scallop potatoes. If you could throw some red potatoes in oh there. Could we do like variations can of I potatoes? Say, can I request what potato I get? Can I, can you give me some golden and some red ones next time? Also, can you put some carrots in there too? Thanks. Yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> these Christmas-related folktales first appeared around the 17th century and display some variation based on region and age. In modern times, these characters have taken on a slightly more benevolent role. So I guess they were kind of uh, creepy, but more cartoonish. And as time has gone on, they've become a lot more evil. Um, I just kind of wanted to throw this out there since we did bring up Sabrina, even though this is towards the end. Gryla and the Yule Lads, I had totally forgot about this until I was researching it. They appeared in the uh, Christmas episode of The Chilling Adventures of Sabrina, if you yes, guys remember, uh, titled A Midwinter's Tale, uh, in which the Yule Lads terrorize the household and Gryla attempts to claim a baby from Sabrina's aunt when the Yule Log goes out. Mm -hmm. The whole story of why they tell how they why they have to keep the Yule log lit. That's so actually I that a really good episode. Honestly. Yeah, because that that is basically exactly what we were getting into towards the end. How before the depictions, you know, these have been around since the 17th century. So Gryla and the Yule lads were seen as more cartoonish in a way, all bet kind of scary. But now in modern times, like in this ep this Christmas episode of Sabrina. They were really evil, scary evil. Um, the Yule Cat appears in uh, a Netflix movie that came out this year called The Christmas Chronicles 2. Um, oh, okay, so I've heard of The Christmas Chronicles. This is the one where Kurt Russell actually plays Santa Claus. I've heard those are really so, good uh, movies. So the Yule Cat is chased by Santa Claus and is friendly with the movie movie's antagonist. So that's kind of the flip of it. They made Gryla and the Yule Lads more evil this time around in this variation of Sabrina but in this other var this variation of the Christmas Chronicles, they made the Yule Cat more friendly instead of this, like, big, evil, vicious cat as he's been described before. So that's kind of cool. I kind of um, want a Yule Cat just to ride <clears throat> into battle. Bernalia! Dude. Same. <laughs> <laughs> like, that would be dope. Um, do you want to go into shall the I, origins? Shall I read? Shall, shall, shall I? I? Yes. Shall I? Shall. <laughs> the first mention of the Yule Lads can be found in the 17th century poem of Gryla. Gryla had appeared in older tales as a troll, but has not been linked to Christmas before. Gryla is described as a hideous being who is the mother of the gigantic Yule Lads who are a menace to children. Early on the number... Wow. Early on, the number and depiction of Yule Lads vary greatly depending on location, with each individual lad ranging from a mere prankster to a homicidal monster who eats children. That's a big difference. Yeah. I mean, I'm just throwing <laughs> that out there. They were, used, they were used to frighten children into good behavior, similar to the Boogeyman, which is like where all folklore comes from. Like, oh, let's yeah. be real. 
the king of Denmark objected to their use as a disciplinary tool. In the 18th, late in the 18th century, a poem mentions there being 13 of them. And in the mid 19th century, author John, we'll say Arneson, sure, drew inspiration from the Brothers Grimm yes. and began collecting folk tales. Y'all, listen, you think you know Disney movies? Go read the Brothers Grimm stories of the, like, uh, Little Mermaid, Frozen, um, Oh, Cinderella. Cinderella. <laughs> Cinderella, Snow White. Uh, yeah, they're not the same. Uh, <laughs> oh, gosh. Even uh, Sleeping Beauty. Ooh. Yeah. I would actually really like those to be turned into movies. Um, The Little Mermaid is sad. The Little it Mermaid is, so is tragic. very sad. The real, like, Brothers Grimm story is really depressing. Also, the Frozen story, Elsa is a fucking psycho. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. Same. Um... <laughs> So then, so he drew inspiration from the Brothers Grimm and began collecting folk tales. His 1862 collection is the first mention of the names of the Yule Lads. In 1932, the poem Yule Lads was published as a part of the popular poetry book Christmas is Coming by Icelandic poet Johan Ur Kotlum. The poem was popular and so established that it is now considered the... That that's word is so weird. It's canical. Okay. 13 Yule Lads, their names and their personalities. I only, I would only ever hear uh, canon or canical when it was referring to the Bible, even though I know that's not what it means, but <laughs> it's, if it's not in use when it's talking about something biblical, the word looks weird. Like It, it, it looks like it just there, goes on. Like, but I know, like, that's, I know that's not what that is. It's like, knock, 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 no. It's I'll like, go la, ahead la, la, and la, 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 I'll take over if you don't mind. We can kind of flip flop. Like I'll I'll do Gryla and Lepaludi real quick. Um, Gryla is originally mentioned as being a, gi a giantess, as I mentioned before in the 13th century compilation of the Norse mythology Prouse Eda, but no specific connection to Christmas is mentioned until the 17th century. She's enormous and has a repulsive appearance. The oldest poems about Gryla describing her as a parasitic beggar who walks around asking parents to give her their disobedient children. Can I have you know, your child? <clears throat> spare, just... spare child. Spare child. Spare, spare, spare mischievous child. <laughs> spare mischievous child. There's always one. I mean, if you get three and you only wanted two and one of them's like, you know. I was the one. It was me. <laughs> My sister like, was, was not the mischievous one. It was me. It was me. Uh, her plans can be thwarted by giving her food or by just chasing her away. Well, that's unoriginal. Uh, <laughs> she lives in a small Go cottage. Away. Okay. <laughs> she just, I mean, it's it kind of is like Pennywise. Like you just have to tell him he's ugly. <laughs> You're, like, You're a clown. Uh, <laughs> low self-esteem. <laughs> That's one of those stupid things that say, like, pick someone to protect you. Oh, my God. And people pick Pennywise. I'm like. No. Uh, yes, he's terrifying. He's terrifying. Until you get you to the end. If you call him a clown, he retracts and literally deflates. He deflates if you call him a clown. Yeah. He's. He's. He has. He's, he's an incel. Like, he's such an insecure. He's, insecure. An, he's so insecure. He's insecure little. All you have to do is just bully him and tell him he's an ugly clown. You'll be a kid ugly. And he's like, oh my god, childhood trauma and you're bullying me. <laughs> I can't take it. Like he just, And you're like, oh my god, okay. Yeah, by the end of chapter two, I'm like, it's not scary. <laughs> like it's, I'm like, I was scared of you for years. I literally would have walked up why? to him and be like, hello, clown. Ugly. Go eat a kid, ugly. He's like, <laughs> he's like that mean. His feelings get hurt. Like that's what that face looks like. It's like his feelings are hurt. <laughs> and you're like, for real? Pennywise over here going, my feels. You're like, okay. <laughs> so yeah, apparently um, she could be thwarted during the right shit. You're like, you're I know. Like, ugly. Ugly. <laughs> go eat a kid, ugly. Go eat a kid, ugly. Oh god. Okay. Um, she originally lived in a small cottage. In later poems, it appeared that she was forced out of town and made to live in a faraway cave. Uh, current day Gryla has the ability to detect children who are misbehaving year round. During Christmas time, she comes from the mountains to search nearby towns for her next meal. She leaves the cave, hunts children, carries them home in a giant sack. 
She devours them as her favorite snack. I don't know why they did that. I guess Wikipedia wanted me to rhyme. Uh, her favorite dish is a stew of naughty kids for which she has an insatiable appetite. According to legend, there is never a shortage of food for Gryla. According to folklore, uh, she marries three times. Her third husband is Lepaludi, and it is said that uh, is said to be living with her in the cave in... Yeah. Demaborger. <clears throat> Demaborger. Okay. That's sure. about the best I'm going to get. Yep. Uh, lava fields with uh, their big black Yule cat and their sons, which would be the Yule lads. Uh, Lepaludi is lazy and mostly stays at home in their cave. Same. Uh, Gryla <laughs> supposedly has dozens of children. I mean, that would be dope. That would be same. I would be Lepaludi. Like, I'm going to let this bitch take care of the kids, eat the kids. I'm going to just, my lazy ass is going to hold up in this cave with the cat. Like, yeah, me and this cat. Me and this cat right in. are just going to go chill. Maybe go take a drive <laughs> or ride or whatever. You know, a drive. Whatever. Let me just throw well, this giant ass cat giant in my ass car. Cat. <laughs> the bed of a pickup truck. Um, Gryla supposedly has dozens of children with her previous husbands, but they're rarely mentioned nowadays. Man, fuck them kids. <laughs> Man, fuck that kid. Man, fuck them kids. Oh, God, I, I fucking love that I movie couldn't so help much. It. Same. I couldn't help it. Man, fuck that kid. She's got to take a third. She got to. She has to take care of thirteen right now with this lazy asshole. You think she's worried about the other one she had with the other two husbands? Let them take care of the fucking kids. The other. You know how the story went. The other two husbands got custody. That's what happened. That's exactly what she, happened. She signed over her she parental said, hey, rights. She's like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> she signed over her rights. That's what happens. <laughs> She's like, yeah, sure. Yeah, no, bye. <laughs> so the Yule Cat is huge and vicious. Described as lurking about the snowy countryside during Christmas time and eating people who have not received any new clothes to wear before Christmas Eve. He is the house pet of Gryla and her sons. Though referred to as an ancient tradition, written accounts of the Yule Cat have only been located as recently as the 19th century. The threat of being eaten by the cat was used by farmers as an incentive for their workers to finish processing the autumn wool before Christmas. The ones who took part in the work would be rewarded with new clothes, but those who did not would get nothing. And thus would be preyed upon. The cat has alternatively been described That's as- That's a great fucking work incentive. You know, I really gotta get this done or I'm gonna get eaten by a cat. <laughs> um, guys, uh, inventory is getting a little low at the end of this year. Unless y'all want to get fucked up by that big ass cat, I suggest you uh kind of speed up production a little bit. <laughs> getting a little low here. Could you imagine your boss like, being like, "Oh, you, he's coming"? Could you fucking imagine? That's how your boss is getting you to work harder. Is the threat of a giant fucking black cat eating you? You know what? At I'd Christmas? be like. You're either getting a bonus or this big ass cat is eating you. I'd that's like, that's what depending on my mental state of the year. I'd be like, you know what? It's, After this year, let it look. Twenty twenty, bring on the motherfucking. <laughs> Let's just bring on the Yule cat. We've had I'm, aliens. I'm done. Let's bring on. The We've cat. had aliens. Yeah, exactly. We've had Mothman. We might as well just have the Yule we might cat. Might as well have the cat round out the end of the year. I would the knowing me, I would try to tame him and be like, you are mine. You are mine now. I would name him. Get a giant catnip toy. <laughs> First, it would be like, what are you doing? I'm still throwing catnip in this shit. We got, we need more catnip. More catnip, please. <laughs> we need more catnip. My husband back in his truck up. The whole bed is filled with BB, giant BB potatoes. BB would look like. BB would be at Woodstock. BB would be like. BB would be like Midsummer. She'd be on the mushrooms. BB would be. BB's done. BB is done. BB needs some time. She needs some milk. BB needs some milk. Some milk. I've seen her really high before, and she literally is just like. And her tail will just flip. She doesn't move. I'm like, she is so high. That is the fun. That's funny as hell. When you see animals high, you're just like, I see you over there. You good? Just vibing. You all right? Just vibing. <laughs> so 
the cat has alternatively been described as merely eating away the food of ones without new clothes during Christmas feasts. So it's either going to come after you or your food. The perception of the Yule Cat is a man-eating beast that was partly popularized by the poems of Johannes Urkotlum, as with the rest of the folklore. Wow, that guy actually lived until 1972. Uh, He was born in 1899. Um, He was a member of Icelandic Parliament. Uh, Oh, wow, there's actually been a, there's been several songs that have been written about him uh, in regards to his poems. One that was even performed by Bjork entitled The Christmas Cat. Huh. So, yeah. She's pretty much the only musician that I know that's from Iceland. <laughs> I literally can't name I'm Maybe there are, but Bjork is the only one, I guess, like internationally that anybody anybody would know. Um. So now going into the Yule Lads. These guys are funny. They really do. They straight up... <laughs> They straight up remind they the seven dwarf thing like even the names and like the names mm-hmm. describe what they do spoon liquor that's probably the funniest one that's pretty damn funny um the yule lads uh sometimes called yule tide lads or yule men were the sons of gryla and lepaludi they were a group of 13 mischievous pranksters who stole or otherwise harassed the populace and all have descriptive names that convey their favorite way of harassing they come to town one by one during the last 13 nights of Christmas, which is Yule. On um, the first day of Christmas. I know, right? Although it's 13, not 12. Uh, they leave small gifts and shoes that children place in windowsills. But again, like we mentioned, if the child is disobedient, they instead leave a potato, which I would much rather have. Um, in modern times, the Yule lads have been depicted as also taking on a more benevolent role, like we mentioned in the 2018 Sabrina Christmas special, comparable to Santa Claus and elves. Um, the You know, I almost wonder if those evil, the evil elves in Krampus, I wonder if those are similar to Yule lads, too. Maybe. Could be. There could be a relation Maybe. To that. Um, they're generally depicted as wearing late medieval style Icelandic clothing, but are sometimes shown wearing the costume traditionally worn by Santa Claus. So the red and white with the hat and whatnot. Um, the Yule lads arrive during the last 13 nights before Christmas, beginning on December 12th. They depart be- the beginning of Christmas one per day in order that in the order that they arrive each thus staying 13 days. Below are the canonical 13 Yule lads in the order that they arrive. Um, so this is listed on Wikipedia, but I just wanted to give the English translation of each name. Yeah, because um, I would actually pronounce the, the Icelandic names. Uh, yeah, no, I'm new. <laughs> uh, sheep Coat Claude, uh, he harasses sheep. It's pretty self-explanatory. Gully Gawk, uh, he hides in gullies. Uh, if you don't know what a gully is, it's, you know, basically like a dip in a hillside. Uh, and, uh jumps and sneaks out and steals steals milk from cow sheds. He needs some milk! Stubby. I mean, little guy. Uh, <laughs> he steals pans uh, to eat and... I don't... He eats pans. He steals pans to eat the crust left, left on, on them. Like, uh, Look! That the crust? Me. <laughs> I, Depending I'm the on person... The, I'm, I'm the crust person. person. Like, oh, you're not going to eat the crust? I'm the crust person. Because it's bread. It's literally bread. I like pie crust. I like the burnt crust around brownies. Oh my god, I love that I am, shape. I am, the I am all me the corner piece. I'm all about it. So me and Stubby. All right, Stubby, I feel you. Uh, so spoon, do you think he does liquor? the stanky leg? Probably. He walks up in there. Probably. And he's like, do the stanky leg. That would be his total best distraction, <laughs> right? See this little dude come in named Stubby start doing the stanky leg. You're like, different. What? And then all the rest of them are just like doing their thing. Um, spoon liquor and bowl liquor, those are, that's just hilarious. Spoon liquor steals and licks wooden spoons. No wonder you're thin due to malnutrition. I'm gonna need you to lick something else besides spoons, sir. Oh. Bowl liquors are, well, something that would not lead to malnutrition. Because. I was joking. Everything else you're still not eating. Hides under beds waiting for someone <laughs> to put down a type of bowl with a lid used instead of dishes. And bowl, okay, so bowl liquor actually just steals them. So technically his name should be Bowl Stealer. 
This Again, one, these are the English translations, yes. so I don't know. Sometimes words don't translate well into English. No, they don't. Uh, pot scraper steals leftovers from pots. Door slammer. I like this guy. Likes to slam doors, especially during the night to wake people. You know, <laughs> me and door slammer could get along real well. <laughs> I could send him to several different people's homes. Uh, Skyer Gobbler is a Yule lad with a great affinity for Skyer. Uh, it's similar to it's an Icelandic type of Greek yogurt. Uh, I love Greek yogurt, so. Hey. I mean, same. Um, sausage Swiper? Yo, dude. Uh, me, me and hides this dude. And <laughs> hides and rafters and snatches sausages after they've been smoked. So, me and this guy. I love smoked sausage. Same. <laughs> me and Sausage Swiper. All right, me and this guy. Swiper, no swiping. Window peeper snoops and looks through windows in search of things to steal. Oh, he's a peeping Tom. Doorway sniffer. <laughs> dude. Has an abnormally large nose and the cute sense of smell, which he uses to locate bread. So he doesn't actually sniff doorways? Just. That would be hilarious as fuck. Because <laughs> that's how I'm reading that. Like, Could you imagine this guy walking up into your house and just sniffing your doorways and leaving? And like, that's all I need to thank you. It just walks away. Like, I'd be like, that was Doorway Sniffer Jones. <laughs> Someone needs to put him in the nut house. I do. What? Uh, meat hook uses a hook to steal meat. That could be taken a whole different way. That could be really fucking scary. <laughs> That guy could be terrifying. This That guy could um, just be like, I know what you did last time. Exa that's exactly what I was thinking. <laughs> What are you waiting for, huh? What are you? Uh, he's waiting for the door sniffer to come. <laughs> as much as I love that movie, that's all I ever. It's just Jennifer Love Hewitt's tits and screaming in the middle of the road. What are you waiting for? Like, that's all I ever. I'd that say, pretty well sums up. I know okay, a lot of people just, yeah, the, the tits. And Sarah Michelle Miller. Funny story about tits. I saw this guy post on Twitter. That he, th him and his husband were having an argument over what a tit was. Okay. He thought tits were just the nipples. Yo. And someone commented, hold up. You really think that tits are just the nipples? Okay, now that's a teat if you're referring to a cow or a goat. Yeah, that is a teat, not a tit. He not a tit. Tits. A tit is the whole breast. Is boob. Is his the husband whole said that. breast. His husband the said whole the tit thing. was the whole boob. And he's like, no, it's just the nipple. And I'm like, sir, you are highly no, sir. He also probably thinks that our vagina is our pee hole. Yeah. That we pee out of our vagina because it's the same hole. Yeah. He's probably one of those. Yep. Newsflash, if you didn't know that, guys. <laughs> We don't pee out of our vagina. There's so many men that don't know. And Honestly, like, I think some women. Wow. Know you know what? You know what? Hey. <laughs> I mean, your health class lesson <laughs> for the day. <laughs> you have three holes. Some of y'all just did not pay attention at all. So we're going to let you know right now. You know, sometimes it don't fuck with the original. We are informative. Your health and lesson for today. Women have three holes. You don't so pee you out go. of your vagina. Yes. Congratulations, you have passed. There you go. <laughs> Flying colors. Uh, last but not least is Candle Stealer. I'm, I'm cool with Candle Stealer too. Follows children in order to steal their candles. Uh, when, okay, yeah, because they were actually once made of bee fat. Tallow, if most people didn't know, was how they used to make. Uh, actually, I, <clears throat> I think in some... Now, I know in... I don't know if that was in Alaska or in northern parts of Canada where they actually used whale fat for the same thing. Oh, I've heard that. I don't know yeah, if they I've still do, but yeah, yeah, that was a thing too. Um, so the names in English were based on Hallberg Hallmanson's translation of uh, the poem. There are some other obscure, obscure Yule Lads besides the most popular 13. Uh, their descriptions vary between locations. Some were said to be sons of Gryla, uh, possibly from the previous marriages. Others were her brothers. Some describe only nine of them, but every one of them has a characteristic, or characteristic prank. Most of the different Yule Lads can be classified into groups that either steal food, play tricks or harass, um, and those who just seem to be a delusion from nature. 
Uh, in the east of Iceland, there existed a folk tale of a specific group of Yule lads who did not come from the mountains, but actually from the ocean. One very obscure nursery rhyme mentions there being two female Yule pranksters who steal melted fat by either stuffing it up their nose or putting it in socks. I mean, you know, that's one well, way. That's one way to do it. To put, you could put <clears throat> it in your teats. That's true. In your tits, in your nipple only. Only. Nipple only. That's the only place. That you can put them. Just your nipples. And your teeth. I swear to God. That is so bizarre. Like, why? I'm like, well, your husband's about to win the argument because. But, like, he did it as a voting thing and people were voting that it was just the nipple. And I'm like, who is voting that? You really? I somebody can't. that needs to stay in their lane doesn't know what the hell they're talking about. I think somebody needs to go uh, get a body and anatomy lesson. Anatomy lesson. Good lord. Oh my goodness. Um. I so there has been. I'm trying to think of that. Uh, Jolly old Saint Nicholas movie that I was lean your ear this way. Don't you? T- <laughs> I'm entertaining you guys while she looks for this thing. <laughs> Don't you tell a single soul what I'm gonna say. Christmas. <laughs> Please find it quickly. <laughs> you guys get a little bit of Christmas. Okay, I can't find it. Damn soon. it. I can't find it. Now you do, um... man. <laughs> Whisper what you'll bring to me. Tell me if you can. <laughs> You're like, that's all I got. I'm running. <laughs> I can't find it. Uh, if you guys go under, it's the, um, oh, wait. Yeah, duh, dumb butt. Go to fucking Shutter's website. <laughs> Stupid. Um, <laughs> I need to watch this movie again. But I think this movie, because now that I'm thinking back to the way they described the Yule Lads, at the the one part where they said that they've been depicted in wearing either medieval clothing or actual the actual same costume that we now see Santa Claus in with the red hat, white trim, the whole bit. Um, it's called Rare Exports: A Christmas Tale. Uh, it's called it's described as a Finnish archaeological dig that has unearthed a very dark Santa Claus in this acclaimed gem. It's a Finnish movie. It came out in 2010. Um, I have heard that is actually the highest rated horror Christmas movie on Rotten Tomatoes, period. I really need to go back and watch watch it all the way through because the very beginning is incredible. They almost, it almost kind of makes you think about the thing because Mm -hmm. there's, the way that he's described is Santa Claus is this very evil almost like demonic type being that was banished and buried in this permafrost. And now this like rich company wants to dig it up and uh, dig him up or whatever in this tiny little Finnish town. Um, If you, so the movie is, it goes back and forth between it's, there's some parts that are in English, but the majority of it is in subtitles so that was my mistake is that I, I was doing something else. Not so much that I lost interest, but I was doing something else and I lost a big part of the movie because I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> and by the time I came back at the end, I was like, oh, fuck. Because the ending is really great, but there was a whole big part in the middle that and I that's missed. that's the thing that sucks when you're watching a movie in another language. You have to sit and Oh, watch you it. have to pay attention to, to the whole entire thing. And yeah, so it... If you guys have seen it, or if you if you know what I'm talking about, especially a part towards the end, that made me think a lot, the potatoes too. There's a scene with potatoes. That made me think about the Yule Lads a lot. And I think that's where a lot of the inspiration for this movie came. I I need to I need to watch it again. I really need to watch it again. I also don't recommend watching Red Christmas if you do. I mean, so I told somebody about that movie. I told somebody about that movie the other day that had never seen it. And I was like, okay, so I'm gonna just let you know right now that as far as I'm concerned, that's just an anti-abortion movie. (laughs) 
It is definitely an anti-abortion movie. It is figgity fucked up. Like, it was not what Just I expected. Just watch Black Christmas. Just watch Black. Watch the 1974 Black Christmas. Or the Watch the 2006 Black Christmas. Yes. But Only my favorite. Of the cast. The cast, you have to. Watch the 1974 one for the actual but, story. But my favorite will always be the 1974 one. Mine's going to be 2006, but because that's the first one I saw also. Uh, I think more so because it just, you didn't need a Billy backstory. You didn't well, the need one it. they gave him was a bit much. You didn't need it, but then 2006 decided, well, we're going to give him one. And we're gonna and we're gonna fuck one. y'all up, like we don't. So we're my doing friend it. Had never seen it. Um, and we watched it for the first time a couple weeks ago, and she's screaming. His mom is just fucking him right now. What the fuck? And I was like, oh, he's about to eat her. He's about to eat oh, her skin. Oh, it gets worse. It's fine. It gets worse. It's fine. It gets so much worse. It gets. So much worse. <laughs> like it just the story on that one's a bit much, but I do love the. Cast, but yeah, no, so the I cast the cast makes up for as yeah, as beyond fucked up as the storyline is. The cast makes up for it, and also like the homages to the original one are even having the I love sorority it. mother. The sorority mom from the first is from one, yeah. the original movie. Um, but yeah, the 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 original nineteen seventy four one. I just appreciate it for the fact that it is so 70s you know it's actually and considered it's so that yeah the first slasher slasher film too because it sorry it's it was okay. before i'm like punched him in the knee um i didn't need that knee it was before halloween mm-hmm. uh it was and i like that it it's so 70s it's so that typical the call is coming from inside the house it's so Very that like i i love i i just love those type of and it's very grindhouse too. It's yeah. a very seventies. I love it. Grimy, too. you know. Like I, I appreciated it. I also, also one little thing that I'll leave you guys with that um, I noticed when I saw it, and I was talking to my husband about this. Um, how in such a short period of time, filmmaking can change as far as like POV shots because one really similar thing that Black Christmas and Halloween had were the POV shots. Black Christmas, you're seeing things from Billy's point of view. Halloween, you're seeing things from Michael Myers' point of view. The one thing that they perfected just in a few short years was having the type of camera that they had in Halloween where they were actually able to strap it onto the cameraman. So you had the full view of Michael, like you saw both hands, you, you, really were getting especially like walking up the steps walking right. around the house you were getting a true pov shot from michael's point of view where the difference was in black christmas you could tell i remember in one definitive shot in particular when he's climbing down the ladder who climbs down a ladder with one hand nobody it's because he's holding the camera right <laughs> so i was it was like it was He's like, well, I got a film. I got, I got a whole camera. Like, I thought that was just something so interesting in four short years. Mm. How one thing, even though that was such a revolutionary thing to shoot from from POV, how just in four short years that changed so much. And it did so much from better. from having the camera actually physically strapped to the cameraman mm -hmm. that you could actually see my, both of Michael's hands. He could grab someone and then stab him. You could actually see, you know, whereas that was the first thing. If any of you have ever seen Black Christmas, that's how you notice it. You're like, oh, fuck, he is climbing down the fuck. Who the fuck climbs down a ladder with one hand? Nobody climbs down a ladder with one hand. Nobody Not unless you gotta have film. So, yeah, unless there. you have to hold the camera. So, <laughs> a giant fucking camera. <laughs> Those cameras oh back Oh my God, then. the conjuring too. When he's holding that camera, he goes, so little. That. And I'm like, oh, it gets smaller. That cracked me up. Because that even brought me to 90s when my dad had his camera. But it was the mini, the mini VHS Oh, tapes. my dad had that too. That's the yep. one we had. Yep. And we thought that was so cool. And now if you saw one of those, you'd be like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> like, nobody. It's almost even... impossible to watch them now. Oh, no, yeah. 
Yeah. My absolutely. dad has like everything of my childhood on those. Oh yeah. So I need to go back and that would be fun to watch some of those. Oh my god, I can't. Those old Jeez. just all of our vacation like a lot of vacations that we took. Also, this is really random, but can we talk about how Katie Cassidy is almost in every single horror movie remake? She's in prom night. Am I wrong? Isn't she in prom night? Hold. Um, because I was about to say, I'm like, wait a minute. Uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep. Yeah. When a Stranger Black, Calls. And Black Christmas. Black Christmas. I'm pretty sure she's in prom night. Like, if you're doing a horror movie remake, I think you need to cast Katie Cassidy, apparently. I think you just, the cop from Sinister. What the hell? What? He's in, uh... The prom night remake, and I didn't even fucking know that. <laughs> it's the cop from Sinister. <laughs> um, no, Katie Cassidy is not. Oh, I thought she in... was. No, she's oh. not coming up. Oh my god, she's in Gossip Girl. <laughs> I didn't know that. <laughs> Yo, my ass. I'm like the cop from Sinister. Is it? And he plays a cop. Um, oh I would gosh. just like to say though, y'all, if you have not seen the movie or the show Harper's Island which was a small mini series um i have not watch it like my roommate went on and on about how it was one of the best shows she's ever seen and i was like yeah okay and then i watched it and i was like yeah okay she was right <laughs> it's like that was actually really good oh my god yeah i'm sorry i'm really good oh my god she was in four episodes of seventh heaven i am dying right now I'm going through a Katie Cassidy, just what the fuck is happening. That's great. Um, <laughs> yeah, we're not, we just went down to Katie Cassidy. We just went to Katie Cassidy hole. So who was the main girl in prom night then? That was, uh. <laughs> <laughs> you literally just had it and then you're like, that was the cop from Sinister. Yep. Brittany Snow. Oh, yeah. okay. And okay. they, when she's blonde, they... They yeah. favor, but that was definitely Brittany's. Name. John Tucker must die. Uh, that scene between her and Sophia Bush, though. Look, that movie. <laughs> I want to hate that movie. You can't. But I've seen it so many fucking times. <laughs> you can't. I, like, you can't. I love John Tucker must die. It's so bad and so good. In the same, in the same, it's so great. <laughs> Brittany Snow's also the one in Would You Rather. It's such a train wreck, but it, oh god, and Would You Rather is I love incredible. that movie. I love that movie. I love it, and I've met jo Jeffrey Combs and the the guy that plays his son. Oh like, yeah. The dick. I met both of them, and I was like, that movie. Apparently, at one time there was supposed to be a sequel, but I don't know if that's like still in the works, or if that I just never, don't or if that just that. never went into, never like went into fruition but like low-key i i don't want them. i don't want it i don't want them would you the rather was, was so brilliant good. it was it was incredible and it was everything and holy shit no i've met three people that were in that movie um i i'm over here like no you did not you have met three people that were in that movie i'm going over here like wait a fucking now, who, who else was in that damn movie that I've met? Now I'm going through. No, it's only the three. It's only the three. Uh, Lawrence, uh, Bob from The Walking Dead. He's in it. Remember? Yes. Bob. He breaks in to the. Yeah, he's in it. Totally forgot. I forgot about that too because totally I think forgot. when the first time I saw it, I literally went, "Bob." Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, God, that is such a great movie. That though. is a good movie. It had very highly dare vibes, but much better. Highly recommend everybody see that movie if you haven't it's just it's, it's brilliant Brittany snow is actually really good in horror films she's like a katie cassidy in yep. horror film she's very good at it i agree i agree all right so guys after we just <laughs> you know that this was is all we what we got about we icelandic horror but uh i hope you guys enjoyed that that was kind of cool um if you guys have not seen the sabrina christmas special from two years back uh this would be a perfect time of year to watch it if you're a fan of the show um if you're not if a fan of the show at least watch the first season yeah watch the first watch season that. and then watch so that know the so characters. you're not completely confused yeah. and you at least know what's going on um yeah uh if you've already seen it watch it again it's, I may it's christmas watch it again it's christmas i think i might watch it again because i actually really enjoyed it 
Um, so yeah, we hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, so what guys, are we doing no, we didn't week? even do our sponsor at the beginning. Well, Shows you where my fucking brain is. Yeah, well, we're yeah, that's okay. okay. We'll so um, next week is our true crime episode. And we are going to be talking about the 1992 Christmas killings that happened in Dayton, Ohio. Um, yeah. I didn't even know anything about this. Naturally, I wouldn't. because I, I deep dived and found this one. I was so, seven when this happened. So I was I, two. I definitely. Actually, wait. No, what year did this happen? 1992. I wasn't born. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, I wasn't. I was born. like, wait a minute, Excuse this happened in 1992, me. didn't it? And I was like, yeah, I wasn't born. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we're gonna be talking about that. That's actually a pretty crazy story. It happened during Christmas, which is why we're gonna talk about and it. And it was completely, you know, we've done other ones related to Christmas, but this one was just it was around Christmas. It was totally random. And we also wanted to pick something that was uh closer to home in the Ohio area and something that we weren't familiar with. Um, you know, that's something that, that's something that you guys will start to see from us as we start to go into next year. Um, you know, I feel like we've covered such a, we cover such a wide a range of topics on the podcast, but we have discussed a lot of things that have been discussed uh, at length, not only in documentaries and TV shows, but also in other podcasts. So Moving forward, like, yeah, we'll have some favorites, but we're definitely going to take, like, more viewer suggestions, um, probably some newer stories. Now that we know more about that, I know a lot of you guys have wanted us to do that Lori Vallow case with the two, with her two kids that she murdered and that whole, her weird ass and yes. the whole thing and her husbands and all that crazy shit. The more information about that that comes out, um, I want to do a lot, we're going to talk about a lot more cults. Um, I think with Trump finally getting the fuck out, this would be a great time going into next year discussing cults. Um, I have always been really interested in the psychology of cults, so we're going to be bringing more of like those kind of topics. We've talked about it a tiny little bit, but not... Not really a lot. Yeah, because there's no. ones out, there's stories out there that aren't even mainstream about cults that people don't even know. No. People don't even know anything about. And we mean like, not saying that like the Nexium cult, but wasn't sinister, but we're going to go into ones that like, you know, they either people were murdered or there was like mass suicides. Probably, again, we're not going to do Jamestown. Um, if you guys have listened to our earlier episodes, one of our, our very first one, we discussed it a little bit, but, uh, one thing that we've talked about a few things that, that involve kids being murdered, but we try to not go with a lot of that subject matter just because kids are kind of it's a very thing touchy. I don't really like to talk about. Um, and the Jamestown thing is just, I'm just very uncomfortable with that whole thing. We talked about it a little bit at the and, very beginning. Yeah. Honestly, that's probably all we're going to do. With and I feel like it's been beaten to death. I feel like enough people know about it. Yeah. And I feel like there are so many other cults out there that haven't been discussed that those are the ones I really want to get into. But yeah, we're also going to bring, um, just, we want to start, we want to keep things fresh with the podcast. So we're going to try to bring, we're going to try to really get deep and bring stories that maybe a lot of maybe ones that we've never heard of or ones that you guys have never heard of. We're actually really excited because our 100th episode is going to be the first episode of next year and we're going to do something a little different and I'm really fucking excited about it because it's going to be just fun. We're not going to be informational. Well, I mean technically I guess it could be, but we're just gonna fucking have fun with it because it's our 100th episode, and which is fucking insane that it's our 100th episode. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Hell's yeah! I'm excited. I'm just I'm I just, just love that it's hitting the first week of the first of the year. I'm just excited that. to yeah, and I'm I'm happy to bring. I'm just I'm happy that we're able to keep this going. I'm happy you guys love it. I'm happy we're able to just keep new fresh topics coming in. Um, but I think that's a testament to the start of what, how we formatted this podcast. We didn't, 
I love movie review podcasts, but there's so many of them. I love true crime podcasts, but, but there's, there's so, so many, many of them. them. I love ones about cryptids and aliens and stuff, but there's a lot of those too. So like the fact that we, we can our foot in each one of them. every single one of them. So uh, yeah, and it, it's it's able to keep the subject matter of each episode flowing because you're like you're also, never like without how, information. When we first started, we didn't much have we had a structure, but we didn't. Yeah, but now we really have a structure where we're like. One true crime, one movie, one cryptid, or whatever. Right. And then one kind of whatever. That way, we have a little something for everybody every month. Yeah, I can't wait to do more. Um, we're going to do a lot more. Li- I want to do more listener episodes, too. Yes. We're going to do more of those. More so of those. Sure. More of those. I can't. Because I, I love hearing people's stories. About stuff that have happened to them, and I and I miss Especially doing episodes like that. Stories, like yeah. if we could get one thing, I would love to do is if maybe one episode every other month, do a ghost stories one and have a fire sound in the background. Yeah, like you're sitting by a fire and do it like a almost like we're at a bonfire or something, and have that almost like routinely, so we can have more and more people sending in ghost stories hell yeah this is this is i that is i'm all for that because that will straight up hey for all my 90s kids out there that is straight it will straight up be an are you afraid of the dark vibe yeah like i'm all for that that was my that was my i literally just came up with that that was my fucking show that that's like that's the basis for a lot of kids. If you were into that show, like sitting around a campfire with your friends, Let's telling ghost stories, like fuck yeah. Campfire songs, R C A M P F. Okay, now a word from our sponsor. Calm your body down. Oh, uh, so guys, as you know, um, because I had that day of uh, craziness of whatever that was. That wasn't Rona. Uh, <laughs> um, it was just a cold. It was definitely a cold, uh, but I de- most definitely quarantined for two days. And then afterwards, I completely just, you know, disinfected, sanitized the house, as you do. Because um, you're like, hell no, germs, bacteria, be gone, out of here. So uh, with that being said, now everything is back up and running for orders. Um, there is a new scent that will be coming out. Um, I just, I'm getting everything together. If you guys saw on the Instagram story post, I've just, I will be posting today on Etsy. It is a orange basil scent. Okay. Uh, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> Temporary pause. Uh, there will be a new scent, uh, orange basil. Um, if I didn't get into that before, sorry. I had uh, to pee, y'all. I couldn't. It was an emergency. Um, orange <laughs> basil will be the new scent. I will have everything posted up on Etsy today. Um, that will be a part of the regular scents from now on with the rose water and the oatmeal honey. Um, but we still got the pumpkin spice and the apple cinnamon, the frankincense and the sugar plum, uh, all of those for your holiday scents. Um, after January, those will be gone. Um, and then the 20% off sale, holiday sale, again, no code. You just go right on there. Everything's 20% off. That will end December 16th. So if you guys want anything guaranteed to be shipped before Christmas, you need to order next week. 6th through the 12th. You have to order next week because when you get into the week of the 13th through the 19th, I will ship that Friday on the 18th, but I will not be shipping anything the last two weeks of Christmas. And you will not get it by Christmas if you order it the week of the four, uh, the week of the 13th. So the week of the 6th, um, I'll be mailing on the 7th or the 11th of that week, uh, maybe even the 10th, but that will make sure that you get it by Christmas. Otherwise, the last time I'm doing any shipping is on the 14th or the 18th. I won't be doing any of the week of Christmas or the week after. Um, Possibly the week after, but definitely not the week of Christmas. Uh, if you guys have never been to a post office, <laughs> the week before or the week of Christmas. Just go for fun. Just go look. If just you go. can get in the parking lot. 
Exactly. So yeah, I'm not doing that. So especially this um, year with everybody not seeing people and there's going to be a lot more people at the post office. So yes, support your local post office. I bought Christmas stamps this year to send off Christmas cards. Please support your support your local post office. Support, but support. I ask that you support small businesses support. by ordering before the week before Christmas. Support, please. <laughs> I'm begging you. Um, love you guys. See your BD on Instagram, calmyourbodydown.com. All that stuff on Etsy. Support. I couldn't get it out. But I love how it sounds. I couldn't get it out. Support. I was just like, I don't want to I don't want to go to I don't want to go to the post office at Christmas. But support. <laughs> but support. But I don't want to go. It just struck me so funny. Oh, anyway, okay, guys. All right. Calm your body down. Support. <laughs> so, guys, you know the routine. If you want to follow us on any social media, we have Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Don't fuck with the original. We are also on um, Podbean, Spotify. I'm sorry, my brain's crapping out. Google and iTunes subscribe and you'll know whenever we put a new episode out for times like these especially when we had to prolong it for a little bit we will be back on wednesday do not worry do not fret and if you want to say hey or just send us an email and questions concerns whatnot please feel free to email us at dfabto8493 at gmail.com yeah okay guys we'll see you next week bye support Support!